The following shi'or has been delivered by Rabbi Eitan Aviv, member of the Bet Havad Kolele Dayanut, and has been brought to you by the Sephardic Halacha Center. For more shi'urim or information, please visit vshc.org or call 1-844-200-TSHC. That's 1-844-200-8742. Pasha Ve'ekhel Pekudeh. In the parasha, right in the beginning, the parasha discusses Sheshet Yemim Te'asem Melacha Ubayom HaShvi'i Yelachem Kodesh Shabbat Shabbaton LaHashem Kul HaOsebo Melacha Yomat The Yisur Av doing Melacha Biyom HaShabbat And the Gemara learns from the Semichut to Melechet HaMishkan All the Lametet Melachot 39 Melachot that used to do in the Mishkan are asur to do on Yom HaShabbat. One, today we want to discuss one of the Lametet Melachot is Melechet Hotza'a. Hotza'a is carrying En Rashut Arabim on Shabbat. And specifically to talk about the, the, the famous question that many poskim are dealing in our times is if you are allowed to wear a mask in Rashut Arabim on Shabbat. Now the mask is there, we all know, for a, a certain virus that it shouldn't spread from one person to the next. Every um, state they have their own rules. Where do you have to wear the masks when you don't have to wear the mask? And the question is, are we allowed to go ahead and carry it in Rashut Arabim Carry it, I mean to say, wearing it. They're allowed to wear it and should Abim on Shabbat or not. So we'll start speaking about the sugiya. The sugiya is in the sixth parak in Masechet Shabbat. And the Gemara discusses over there what comes out many, after many Mishnayot and many sugiyot, that there are three categories of things that you're allowed to use, you're allowed to walk with in Ashut Arabim. One of the things is something called Malbush. Malbush is, is a, cloth, a clothing, something which is, he warms the person up, covers them, protects them. It's not usually being carried by itself, it's always on a person. The heter to go out with that in Ashut Arabim is the Levisha. When you wear something which is in a way that people wear in that place, you are allowed to use it in Ashut Arabim. You're allowed to carry it in Ashut Arabim. You're allowed to walk like that. And the Chidush also is that even if you, it's not doing the job of protecting you. So for example, a person wants to wear two coats on, on in the summer, which a second, it doesn't do anything to him. Still, since it's a malbush, it's a clothing, and he's wearing it derech levisha, it's tafel to his goof, it's part of his, 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 his goof, it's not considered that you're carrying it by itself, and you're allowed to walk like that on Shutabim. That is number one, malbush. Number two is tachshit. Tachshit is a piece of jewelry. That is not called a malbush. It's not there to uh, cover you, protect you. It's there to enhance the beauty of the body. 
even though it's not mishamesh to the goof, you're only carrying a derech kishut as a beauty. It's not called a masa. It's not called masa. And Shabbat's not considered carrying things, something extra. It's tafel to the goof, and therefore it's mutal. The third category we have in the sugiya is things which are tzorech haguf. It's something which is helping the body, but they're not clothing, and they're not a jewelry. For example, the, the Gemara in Shabbat Samech speaks about a Isha that wants to go out with a moch, uh, with a piece of cloth that she puts there because she's a nida. There, the Gemara says that if, it depends what she's putting it there. If it's there to protect the clothing, we shouldn't get dirty from the blood, so then it's asu, you know how to do it. But if it's just to protect her own body, that shouldn't, shouldn't get uh, dry and, and uh, um, uh, itchy from the, from the blood, so then we say it's mutar. That's called atzulatinof asur, tseure gufa mutar. And so that's one case. That's, that's an example of something which is not a malbush, not a tachshit, but it's mutar if it's there to protect your body. Another example is the, the Mishnah there talks about that uh, they used to make um, holes for earrings in the girl's ears. And in order for the, the hole to stay open, they didn't put earrings right away, so they put a string in there in order for the hole not to close down. And then when the girls got older, they were they wore the earrings in those holes. And the Mishnah is Mevu'ah, you're allowed to go out with these strings, even though it's not a beauty, it's not a tachshit, and it's not a malbush, it doesn't do anything to you. It's just there to to do something to your body. It's part of it, it's Meshamesh the Guf, and that's why it's Mutal. Another example is if... Uh, uh, the Gemara talks about something to put something in your mouth, a certain herb, certain uh, uh, good sm- um, uh, herb that smells good. You put it in your mouth and you walk like that on Shabbat. It's also mutar because it's so echaguf. So that's the third category. Something which is so echaguf and it's not a malbush because it's not it's not healing the body. It's not protecting the body. It's just doing something for the body, but not as a malbush, and it's not a tachshit because it's not enhancing the body, the beauty. So therefore, these cases are considered mutar, all these three cases. Now, what is the difference between malbush and something which is mishamesh daguf, something which is a clothing, or something which is just helping out the body? There is, both are mutal, but we have to explain they work in different ways. The, the one which is considered a piece of, of, of a clothing, a malbush, you're allowed to go out with it even though you're not using it. Like we mentioned before, the Shulchan Aruch Shin Aleph Siman Lamedvav says you're allowed to go out with two coats on Shabbat, even though you have no interest in them. Why? Because it's a malbush. A second category, which is meshamesht, the body, that's obviously only going to be mutal if it's doing the job of helping out the body. But if it's not there to help out the body, there for different reasons. Like we spoke about the moich, the, the isha puts 
before the nida. So then we say, if it's a, to protect the body, it's mutar. For to save the clothing, it's asu. What's the explanation? What's the difference between the, these two things? So the answer is like this. Really, we have to understand what is the yesod in the source of the heter. What's the reason behind the heter to go out with clothing or tachshitim jewelry on Shabbat? The Levush explains in Siman Shimon Aleph that the Torah only asks something which is derech masa. He brings a pasuk in, in Nehemiah Yud Gimel, Lo yavo masa biyom ha-Shabbat. Masa, he's medayek the pasuk masa velo tachshit. Do not carry a masa. Masa is, is a burden, something, something extra. Do not carry that on Shabbat. But whatever is derech malbushu tachshit, it's not called masa. How are when we define masa? The way to define masa is something which you you only carry it, or the, or or usually you'll carry it when you wanna transport it from one place to the next. That's called masa. However, things which you wear are usually things which are, I, I need to wear. It's part of my 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 way of walking in a shutabim with wearing clothing. So we made it that's part of the body, that's tafel to the goof. And therefore, even if I don't need it to wear it now, it's it's something which is be'etzem tafel to the goof, and I don't need it to do an actual job of protecting my body right now. The fact that it has a name of a malbush, it's enough to say that it's not a masa. I can't see you carrying and transporting things from one place to the next. However, things which are only mishamesh the goof, because it's tafel to the goof, I could see it part of the goof, is only if it's doing the job. It's not, it's not a piece of clothing. So how are we going to say that you're not considered masa, it's not considered that you're carrying something extra over here to transport it, only if it's doing the job of helping your body. If it's not doing the job to help the body, then it's going to be a problem of masa. Oh, so now, <clears throat> there is another case in the Shulchan Aruch, Shin Alef Siv Chavchet. A person has a makah, he has a, a, a wound in his foot, and he is tying um, a matbeah, a certain uh, coin to protect his body. Nothing, nothing, nothing should happen to his uh, wound, and and it's also it's also merape. It also heals it. So you're allowed to go out with it on Shabbat. Mishnah explains that even though the shon of the shulchan aruch, the mashma that something which is not merape, it's only there to protect its asu. But he brings down from the Rabbah and others that it's going to be mutar even if it's just there to protect the body. So, if we have all these cases, we could say, back to our question with the masks, you're allowed to go out of the masks because it is something which is protects the body from other people which breathe on you and not, don't let the, the, their germs go into the person which is wearing the mask. The mask. 
and um, it's considered Meshamish the roof, the same way we have this band-aid which protects the maca, protects the wound from getting a bacteria on it. So over here also it protects the person, the mask protecting the person, and it's going to be tafel Meshamish him, and it's going to be mutar to go out with it in Doshut Arabim. However, this is true, but there are people that really don't mind walking outside, outdoors, without a mask. And they would only need it for when they enter a indoor place. So let's say a person is leaving his house in the morning and he's putting on his mask and transported from his house. He's walking through a shudarabim and he's going to shul. And when he's going to get to the Beta Midrash, he has his mask on that he brought from his house. How did he bring it? Because he was wearing it. But the thing is like this, that this person over here, he's not really wearing it in, in a Shut Arabim to protect himself. It's not there to protect himself. He never, he never does. He never puts a mask on to protect himself outdoors. The only reason he's carrying it, it's what? To transport it from one place to the next. That is called Otsa'a. And that might be a problem. For example, the poskim talk about a certain situation like that. If a person has reading glasses, you know there's type, two types of glasses. So a person could see with the glasses and also has something called reading glasses. A person only has reading glasses. He wants to transport the reading glasses from his house to shul and he wants to walk with it on him through a shutarabi. That most poskim holds is asul. You cannot do that on Shabbat. What's the reason? The reason is because the reading glasses are not meant to to see. So you're not really using it while you're going with it in a Shodarabim. Since you're not using it, it's not Mishamesh the Goof. It's not Mishamesh the Goof. So how are we going to say that it's going to be Tafel to the Goof? It can't be Tafel. It's not Mishamesh. If you, you look at the glasses to help your eyes see, so then it's good. But over here, it's not there to help the eye see when you're walking. So it's it's just an extra masa that you're carrying in a way which is wearing the glasses. But that's so called carrying and that should be a problem to do on Shabbat. So too with the mask. If a person only takes the bombers to the next, he's not doing it to protect himself. He's only doing it because he need, he needs to get into the building and therefore he has to take it from his house to throw Shadabim to that building, it's not so pashut that such a case is going to be mutal. And most ayot uh, that we saw is mashma that it's going to be aso. So again, if you want to go with the category of meshamesh legufo, so we're saying now it depends why you're wearing it. If you're wearing it to protect yourself as mutal, if you're just wearing it to transport from one place to the next, it's going to be aso. There was another way maybe we could do matir the masks. And that is maybe it's possible to say that the the mask itself is considered a malbush. And one and we know we said before the alakha of Balbush that you're allowed to carry it even if you don't need it. If a person wants to wear a coat in the summer when it's hot and wants to walk with it in a shutarabim it's okay. That's not considered a since it's a malbush and he's wearing a malbush. I can't see this as a masa. 
So maybe we could say the same thing is by the mask. And we'll say that the mask itself it's considered a malbush. It's considered a malbush. You wear it. And therefore it's going to be mutar even if you're not doing it to protect your body. So we have to look and we looked in the Rishonim to see different Rishonot of how, how do you define somebody which is a malbush. So the Rosh and Klala in Hei, Siman Hei, and Chubot, he says that the, something you want to call malbush has to be something which is be'atifa. Adifa means it wraps a little bit around your your body. That's going to be considered atifa. That's going to be considered a a um, malbush. And the same thing is in the short Masad Binyamin Siman Pei. He says anything, any any type of uh, uh, clothing that a person puts on him, and he's not nehenebel vishato, he's not nehenev from it. That's not going to be considered. Um, it's not going to be considered a begot. The same thing is in in a, in a Moshe in the Tshuva in Igrot Moshe or Achaim Chelikal Siman Kufchet. He speaks about the famous question of you're allowed to put a cover on the hat, a plastic cover on the hat, and go with it like that out to Rishut Rabim and. He says that the kisui itself does not have shem bush, that cover doesn't have a shem malbush, because it's not wrapping around the body. And therefore, I cannot see that as a malbush. There's more rayot, but uh, well, in the meantime, we'll continue with what we're holding now, that the, 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 the mask itself does not have a shem malbush, And the only way to go out with it if it's Meshamesh Taguf, if you really need to protect yourself, and if you're not only doing the transport, that would might be a problem. Now there's another way to go about this, and that is that there are some states, countries, that tell everyone that they have to wear it no matter what in the street. And every, if every person wears it the whole day like that, even on the street, that makes it much better for the Lachot on Shabbat. Because really, the Oza who already brings down in Chilak Bet, Siman Peidalid, a very interesting Maaseh, which he says there in Sofat in France, they used to, the Goyim used to put the, the Jewish people in different places and used to wear these special ofanim ala begadim. Certain, certain, um, um, material attached to their begadim, attached to their begadim. And there it says, as I read it, Lashon, he says, we used to go with it day and night. So he says, even on Shabbat, you're allowed to, you're allowed to, to carry it. So if something that you wear the whole time, you're allowed to use it even on Shabbat also. So if you have a place which they wear the mask no matter what, as soon as you go out of the house, you have to have a mask no matter where you go, what you do. So then it might be a proud, might be the same halacha of these igulim 
which is something which you always wear, and it's going to be mutar, even though you don't have a tzorech for so much for it uh, to, to use it on Shabbat. Al Korpanim, what we're coming out in the meantime, that sikum advarim is like this. You're allowed to go out with a mask which covers your face if it's there to protect yourself. If it's, you're not putting it there to protect yourself, only to, you're only wearing it when you're on transport from one place to the next, that's gonna be a soul. If you have a state which the law requires from people to wear a mask at any time, you're allowed to go with it uh, on Shabbat at any time. This audio series has been brought to you by the Sephardic Halakha Center. The center is committed to advancing research and application of halakha in the Sephardic community nationwide. For a halakhic consultation, monetary beddin services, to order this series or to sign up to receive the Sephardic Halakha Journal, or for all other information, please call 1-844-200-TSHC or email info at theshc.org to subscribe.